Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello. Hi, Tim. It does make sense that green means you're safe to talk, but it also kind of makes me think because green should be, it's on. Green go, red green, stop. Exactly. The reason there's a red light in the studio when the microphones go up is it means danger, JB, watch what you say. <laughs> uh, right, hands in, pod on three. One, two, three, pod. pod. This is the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast with the usual numpties who just love the game of rugby, don't take it or ourselves too seriously. I'm Tim, JB is there. Good day, Tim. And that's Phil. Hi, Tim. One-armed Phil, he's got his left arm in a sling. Um, that's a pretty fancy sling, that, Phil. It's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's worth customising something you're going to use a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phil's had a shoulder operation in, what, three days ago, was it? Uh, two days ago, Friday, Friday morning, first thing Friday morning. What are you like when you come round from General Anaesthetic? Uh, I was very, very groggy. <laughs> I don't think I, I said anything too embarrassing. I think I was pretty quiet, but I didn't feel very good for at least a few hours. Oh, dear. Which gave me a good excuse to basically watch a lot of rugby over the past few oh, days. Oh, nice. On, a, on Friday afternoon, I woke up and watched the highlights of the Sevens, Ooh. the replay of the Chiefs-Brumbies game, the mm. the Bulls versus the uh, Hurricanes game. That was then, a good game. And then... Uh, Newcastle versus Wasps. Oh, wish I was a body wreck as well. <laughs> not, so not too bad. Sounds mm. good. Um, I had a, t- a, a guy that I think he's one of the coaches at, at Rotherham still, but a guy I used to play rugby with. Um, he had a bunch of shoulder operations, and he used to come around. He used to have to be physically restrained before he came round because it was on his notes that he oh, got, wow. he got very punchy when he <laughs> when he came round from general anaesthetic. No, that, that's not my style. <laughs> Did I want to be like? Yeah, I wouldn't. I think he gets very best... talkative when he comes around. <laughs> <laughs> best to restrain you, Jay. <laughs> yes, Definitely. <laughs> right, speaking of getting punchy, Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather are going to have one of the biggest sporting events ever uh, when the two of them fight in May. The, the fight is definitely on. Isn't this like... Three years too late. Yeah, how old are they now? They're both like mm. 38, something like that. I'm mm. not sure that I'm that bothered. It's massive amounts of money been changing hands for this one. Huge purse for Floyd Mayweather. And Matt. I mean, that's, that means money. If you're not yeah. into the boxing black, <laughs> they, they don't just get a, a handbag. And also, there's, there's a bit of a showdown happening in Rugby League with St. Helens and the Sydney South Sydney Rabbitohs. Are we denied in Rugby Union of a big blockbuster showdown? What would be, if like a fantasy showdown, if you could make it happen at a click of a fingers, what would it be? Deadlift contest, Andy Powell versus James Haskell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to see that? I want to see yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That, that's quite a good idea, actually, doing like some strongman events. There used to be a show on American TV called like Sports Stars or something, and they'd get athletes from different sports to do things like... They, 100, 100 meters. They had it in Britain because it's when um, what's his name, the former United, uh, former Newcastle United manager, oh, Kevin Keegan. He Kevin... fell off a bike on a running track. Did he? This yes. was in like the eighties or something like that. Yeah. Did you bring that back? 
Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be good. That would be really cool. So, uh, but but isn't that the whole principle of this? Um, what's that? Uh, Cross training, crossfit. No, cross, crossfit. Oh, you're so isn't crossfit. That, isn't that one of the principles of crossfit that it kind of means that whatever your strength or weakness or whatever you're better at, if you're a strength man or a speed man, it sort of evens it out, it balances out so you can compete. So I want to see, I want to see, so I want to see rugby players doing crossfit. So you know, Kean Healy would be would bash out the deadlifts, but then he'd really struggle at the. Mus- muscle ups and stuff. <laughs> yeah, muscle. Yeah, muscle ups. They do that, do they? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. I just thought it's good be to really watch good girls. To see. Yeah, it would be good. But in terms of games, yeah, because like Toulon played. Was it? Was it the Sharks? They played one of the South African teams. They did. recently in because, a friendly. There's yeah. no such thing as a friendly, really. But yeah, but because it's a friendly, nothing. It's at a stake. friendly until the last ten minutes. Also, partway through the Toulon season, it's right at the start of the Sharks season. So it's, yeah. they're completely different stages. So it would have been good to have like like an actual title for it. Mm. Um, well, how, long, how long will it be before we get a Super Rugby versus European Cup winner? Not sure we will, but apparently the more likely scenario is South African teams playing European teams. They've been talking about this for ages. But having a competition that includes the European teams and the South African teams, because yes, they're, like, they're the same uh, time zone. Yes, a European South Africa Cup. Listen, while we just we mentioned the, the Rugby League World Club Championship match, as it's called, and someone who's been talking about that after bringing his South Sydney Rabbitohs team over to the UK, is uh, Rus- Russell Crowe. <laughs> and uh, Russell, Russell Crowe's been saying that... Oh, I should get some Gladiator music up. Can you not get that music from South Park when Russell Crowe was on? Oh! What? The uh, making music, making films and fighting around the world. <laughs> that <one. laughs> I love Russell Crowe. He might be my favourite movie star. Oh, that's a great shout, Phil. I can't believe I'd never thought of that. Fight around the world. He fights his directors and he fights his fans. It's a problem no one understands. If there's two things he loves, it's fighting and... Fight round the world. <laughs> making movies, making music and fighting round the world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what? Do you know what I love about Russell Crowe? He's obviously a bit of an idiot when he has a few beers or whatever. Oh, he's, <laughs> I, well, come on, more characters in the I, world, what look, we need. He's a, right down my street, don't get me wrong. But what I absolutely love most is, you know, these kind of soft Hollywood types and they try and interview him. You're like, you what, mate? Have you got a tin ear? Uh, he went after the um, BBC film, film critic really harshly for uh, criticising his accent. Love oh, it. Really? Yeah. You've got a tin ear, mate? Oh, God. <laughs> well, he's said that Stuart Lancaster should pick Sam Burgess. Uh, that's what he's, one of the things he's come out and said. Other things he came out and said was, Hi, my name's Russell, Russell Crowe. <laughs> Leader of the South Sydney Revenos. Part-time drunkard and fighter. And I am smashed on the tinnies. And I went into a bar where Stuart Lancaster, Graham Rountree and Andrew Farrell were having a quiet meal. I pinned Lancaster up the wall, I said. Pick Burgess in this life or the next. <laughs> and then I went to sleep in a barn with my horse. Um, so no, but so that happened. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, <laughs> bloody hell. So he's, but, oh. do you know what though? If you do, this is kind of a non-story, isn't it? But it, it's, it's got loads of column inches. Well, you know, if you do go into a bar with Stuart Lancaster, Graham Rancher, and Andy Farrell, I'm pretty sure I know which one I'm starting a fight fight with. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you picked wisely on that. Uh, it does make sense. Uh, so it's a kind of non-story, but I suppose like, it could lead us on to Sam Burgess and his Bath teammates' performance against Newcastle in uh, New- Newcastle Northampton in what was a, a good win in the <sighs> Premiership for Northampton. Now I watched this a bit of this game. Which uh, game are we talking about? Uh, Bath. Bath Northampton. Northampton. Yeah. And it's never occurred to me before, but it has now, and you'll like this, Tim. Is it only me, or does Mickey Youngs look like Danny Dyer? 
<laughs> yes, he does. You, you think everyone looks like Danny Dyer? You said you said I look like him last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, Danny Dyer looked like you last week in his oh, t-shirt. Right. Okay, Mickey Youngs looks like Danny Dyer. Fact. He's I... a naughty little salt, Nick Mickey Young. Naughty <laughs> little salt. Uh, Rocket Goonie had a horror. That, uh, yeah, that um, try. So we got put in twenty yards to run in a try. He was he, jogging. He, yeah, no, it, that's kind was... of that's like kind of his gait. His and he was also the guy that caught him. Jamie Ellett's got he's much more diminutive. He's more like Phil sort of mm. height. Mind you, Jamie Elliott, he's exactly the sort of player that you would want as a squad guy. Someone who's not quite going to bother the England yeah. selectors, but he's still a brilliant player. He yeah. was awesome. He, he is a good player. He's awesome. Yeah. No one's no one's going to pinch him as well. No one's going to offer him big money to go and move. He was so good. Man of the match performance. Yeah, and, and, and that, that, and that, that defensive tackle. tackle on its own. Oh, that uh, tackle was super. Well, there's also the Rocket Goony thing where he throws the ball away. Did you, did you see that? Oh, yeah. Silly. You must have been loving Bath scrum, JB. Yes, I was. Oh, it was scrum porn. Well, Bath and Leicester were scrummaging well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. the uh, I mean, the Leicester scrummage might even be more impressive than the Bath scrummage. But Leicester only scrummed. They did, as far as I, I watched the full 80 minutes, and I did not see them do a single other thing on that pitch. I know. It's it, so strange, isn't it? It was, nice of, it was nice of Stevie Wonder to prepare the pitch for <laughs> London Irish v Leicester. <laughs> what, what, it was just a bog. What, I, I don't understand how that pitch got in that state. Yeah. Steve Diamond must have been pleased though, because there was nothing else was done. Steve oh, this is London Irish. Uh, sorry, London sorry, Steve uh, Richard, uh, Richard Cockrell. Cockrell. That's I get a those... Freudian slip, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I get those two confused because, uh... of course, Richard Cockrell wants to be Steve Diamond. <laughs> yes, sorry, sorry, that's exactly right. Yeah, it was a horrible game. Uh, Leicester did absolutely. No... Jeff Cross <laughs> looked like he was crowd surfing on top of the Leicester scrum. <laughs> Do you see that? <laughs> Uh, I also just picked him up. It, I've never seen... Oh. Well, Jeff Cross looks like the sort of guy that would crowd surf. <laughs> yeah, well. 100%, 100%. A Metallica concert. Yeah. He just... I, I have seen props been picked up before, but never kind of picked up, but then kind of shuffled over the top of the scrum. Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times, but very, very rarely. It takes a hell of a strong scrum to do that. They've got this enormous scrum, and all they need to do is just pay, play some rugby. Just find a way... Well, if they'd have had London Irish's backs, uh, I think they'd yes. have cleaned up. Completely agree. Yeah. All they need is a few key individuals to get the ball from the scrum to Miles Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> and they will be fine. They just can't play any rugby. But in between kind of mid-October and mid-March, they don't need to play rugby. They don't want to play rugby. All they do... They really don't, do they? scrum kick corners, yep. kick sticks. Uh, they said on BT Sport that it's th- 300 minutes without them scoring a try in the Viva Premiership. Wow. Felt like 300 minutes watching them. <laughs> God, it did. <laughs> oh, but you're right, if you had to uh, summarise Le- the way Leicester play in a bit of music, I'd pick this. <laughs> scrum to scrum to line out. Oh, and there's another scrum. Sort of <laughs> slow, laborious, let's eke out a win with a pen. Horrible Just game. Horrible to and watch. Wayne Barnes screwed London Irish right on the line. I, I felt I couldn't see that being a penalty. I mean, maybe from a different angle it was, but mm. uh, you know, he, he he was there, there, I guess. To me, it did not look like a penalty one bit, and it just killed off London Irish. Yeah. Back to Northampton, and, and yeah, Bath had a had a powerful pack. Northampton, I love the fluency they play with, the the offloads, Easy. the interchange. It's really lovely. Yeah. Um, Great to watch. Myler spreading the ball really well because um, they've, they've got kind of Wilson coming from the back as well, who can distribute. He c- comes into the line and can spread it wide. Yep. And uh, Stevenson playing 12, mm. great feet, mm. looking I really mean, good. They're almost like the team that Bath want to be. Because Bath have got all the pace. In the- I mean, Bath are basically like a, the PS piece of, 
of teams. I mean, they should be the best, the best there is, but they just can't quite bring all the wonderful attributes together. It does. It doesn't help that they're missing players in um, very, very key positions. Yeah, oh, yeah but, but but both of them worth. And we've, I think we've got to pay um, respects to Sale Sharks once again on a crack on a brilliant yeah. victory against Saracens. Again, ugly. They won it. They dogged it out, but. It's just kind of what they do. And Steve Diamond's full of praise for Josh Beaumont, who's been playing number playing eight. Well, yeah. um, son of former England captain Bill Beaumont. And ding! I, I, I cliche. Cliche, ding, cliche. <laughs> ah, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, I quite like the, the, the quote that um, Steve Diamond gave after the game when he said, uh, they said, what do you think of Josh Beaumont? He said, when his ass gets as big as his dad dad's was, he'll be an international. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Diamond quote? Yeah. Dimes. <laughs> now, 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 what we're about to do is a cliche 15. So it's all those things that commentators just can't help themselves but mention. When you read a news report, they can't help but mention Ooh, it. All those cliches. So the one this started with a couple of months ago when Mark Cueto announced his plans to retire and we talked about, oh, you mean former crew Alexandra footballer Mark Cueto, <laughs> which commentators and journalists just love. So yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do right now a cliche 15 on the podcast. If you've got anything to suggest, at Rugby Podcast is where you can get in touch with us on Twitter. JB and Phil, let's have a cliche 15. You guys pitch it. Okay. And I'll uh, adjudicate and have Shopping a mall. Shopping mall music. Well, yeah, <laughs> come on then. Okay, so so we're, we're going to tell you the player's name yeah. and whoever's not told it, me, the other person, Tim, can guess. Going from 1 to 15? Yes, 1 to 15. Jay, have you got a loose head? Uh, I don't know if he's loose head or tight head. Oh, I've got loose head. Andrew Sheridan. <laughs> Andrew Sheridan, the cliche that people love to mention about him is, well, there's a few actually. Isn't yeah. there? There's one that he plays guitar and released an album. That is a fact. Yeah. And there is also one where he's a bricklayer. Correct. Trained bricklayer. That's all yeah. I'm looking for. Bricklayer. And, and also, he's, a, he's now a wine trader, isn't he? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's good. All right, Phil. Okay, at Hooker, Brian Moore. Oh. Oh. Oh, easy. On, I mean, he, he very rarely mentions it. Yeah, he should mention it more, you know. I think it'd be a real <laughs> real string to his bow for his commentary and you know, all his witty observations. He was actually a solicitor, believe it or not. Yes. Not well, any old solicitor. He did a bigger range of law than Jared Rebecca. If, if, <laughs> if you listen to him. <laughs> and he is one quarter pit bull. That is, that is true. <laughs> on his mum's side, apparently. Brian <laughs> <laughs> Careful, son careful. Of, son <laughs> of a bitch. Um, right, tight head then, JB. You got one? You and Murray. Oh, well, that's <laughs> obvious. Doesn't play Sundays. Very religious. No, he builds arcs on Sundays. Builds arcs on Sundays. <laughs> Second row then. I, I went for his, one of JB's favourite cliches, and I've only ever heard it from JB. <laughs> Nick, <I'd>... Nick Kennedy. <laughs> Mum's an author. Mum's an author. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Nick Kennedy did at least confirm it when we met yeah, him. This is a fact. Well, I've got two, oh, so I dear. think I'll go with a more interesting one. Yeah, Ooh. sorry, just can we make an appeal. Nick Mullins, <laughs> Alistair Eakin of BT Sports, Stuart Barnes, Darry Morris, can you please start using that one <laughs> when you uh, are doing I stuff? I heard it from Sky Sports. It's not... just not very interesting, though, is it? Yeah, I guess that's the problem with it. Second round. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hayden Smith. Oh, uh, NFL player yeah. for New York Jets what about Jamie Cudmore Fact. like he was a I'm not sure they mentioned that he's he was a gangbanger gang <laughs> yeah. Jamie Cudmore the gangbanger I don't think they mentioned that though on, on the coverage no <laughs> and just one more second row because we may as well Martin Johnson uh, he played in New Zealand yeah um, Junior All Black Junior All Black Junior All Black mm. and then went on to Captain Fact alright back row then okay uh, Phil easy one Toby Falatau 
He's uh, cousin of the Vinopolis. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Fact. We love mentioning that when England play. Yeah. That's the England big cliche. They always mention that. Luke Narraway. <laughs> I, I only know this because you told it me earlier today. I don't know. <laughs> Was the, his dad's a no, butcher? They always say that. His dad's a butcher. <laughs> Son of a butcher. Fact. Luke Narraway makes England squad. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, Finau Maka. Uh, slavery. Yeah. <laughs> Kept someone a slave in his cupboard. He's into that slavery. That definitely doesn't get mentioned on commentaries. <laughs> Fact. And we probably shouldn't mention it for fear of uh, defamation. Andy Powell? And a, no, nothing, I think. Golf cart. Golf, yeah, yeah, golf cart. Yeah, golf cart, maybe. Married in that horrible white suit. Oh, oh. God. Uh, number nine? Uh, I don't have a number nine, actually. Uh, the one I've got is Thomas O'Leary. Thomas O'Leary. Oh, mm. is he Gaelic footballer? I think it was Hurling. I'm uh, sure it was a Hurling He looks champion. like a Hurler. Fact. Hurlings, that's the one with the, the sticks with the rounded end. Yeah. Do you know, all these Gaelic sports were made up just to, uh, despite the English. This isn't even a joke. They're all relatively modern. It's not like they're actually someone Celtic told me, sports. Someone told me there's a the former England footballer who's playing Gaelic football at, like, top level. David Bentley. Really? Yeah. yeah. Is it? Uh, I didn't know he was... No. Is it, he was at Blackburn and then Arsenal uh, before that. Uh, yeah, I saw this in the, in the paper, actually. Yeah. He came out for a game of Gaelic football. Huh. <laughs> Must have moved for the money. Uh, fly <laughs> off. Filippo Contopomi. Uh, uh, I've got him down. Is he a surgeon? I don't know, actually. A, a doctor, yeah. I think he's a doctor. Yeah. Fact. On them. And surely that'll be 12 as well. Yep, Jamie Roberts. The doctor will see you now. The doctor will see you now. Fact. Uh, I, I actually had um, Luke McAllister. Oh, that played for Oldham. That, yeah. Oh, Too easy. I love it. And another Luke McAllister one. Yeah. Uh, um, um, have you got it, Tim? No. Is it something to do with his quads? <laughs> They're massive <laughs> massive quads. Massive quads. No, what's the other one? He had trials at Manchester United. Fuck! I did not know When that. his dad was playing over here. Uh, so obviously Mark Quato on one wing, used uh, to play, uh, play for Crew or could have played for Crew. Fuck! How about Liam Botham? Chris, dad's <laughs> Ian Botham, and he played cricket for... Played three international sports. Well, not international, not international. No. Uh, he, played for, he played No, representative cricket. level, sorry. Oh, representative. Cricket, no, yeah. completely wrong. Three professional sports. Okay, three move on. professional sports. What was the third? Cricket League Union. Rugby oh, League right, and Rugby Union. Mm. Tommy Bow? Fullback, maybe? Sh- line of shoes. <laughs> Actually, what was Tommy Bow's? Gaelic, fo- Gaelic, Gaelic football, football wasn't it? That's yeah. one. Jeff Wilson? Oh, uh, cricket. Played international. That was international cricket and rugby. Yeah. yeah. He was... He, he was in the in the very in the original Jonah Lomu rugby game. He was the other winger in the New Zealand team. Was it? Jonah, he was number 14 on the wing and Jonah wow. Lomu was number 11. He got, he got... I just looked him up. He got 60 caps for New Zealand. Yeah, good player. Yeah, he's a pretty impressive. Yeah. Rory Underwood. Pilots. Oh, uh, <laughs> Too pilot. easy. Too easy. They, yeah. like, they used to love saying, oh, he's flying down the wing. <laughs> like. Hey. Uh... And there's just one more that's not been mentioned, a centre, that I love. I love this one. Sam Burgess was sloth in the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, friend, of, friend of the podcast, Ayula Irinli. Countdown. Uh, one on Countdown. Double Countdown champion. Double yeah. Countdown champion. Which just, which just means he, he won two episodes. Two or, episodes. or was it had the deepest voice in the deepest rec- ever recorded voice? <laughs> that as well. Okay, this was a, a song done by Nottingham Rugby Club in 2011 featuring Ayula Arinley. Keep your feet on the ground The league's so tired now The playoffs are in our sights I built my dreams around there uh, Deepest ever recorded voice. Fuck! <laughs>
you could have Tom Evans as well um, audition for Fifty Shades. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, as you mentioned last Form, week. Former squeeze of Kelly Brook. Indeed. Yeah. Although no, com- commentators first... don't really mention that. There's quite a few players that could. Yeah, play we, that could, one. we could probably do a, a sevens team of former squeeze of Kelly Brook. <laughs> <couldn't we? laughs> It'd be a pretty good who, sevens team. Actually, who could assemble a better sports team? Kim Kardashian or, or Kelly, Kelly Brook? <laughs> Reggie Bush, there's that um, <laughs> yeah. CP. Did you go Chris? Oh, Chris Paul. Well, she's, there's that. There's that. Um, Odom, her sister's fella. L- L- Lamar Odom, who plays yeah. for the Rockets. I want yeah, to say. Yeah. yeah, they could do well for themselves. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to get that one. Did Cipriani go with Brook? Yeah. yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Did he? At least twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good game. We'll get back onto that. Yes. All right. There's our cliche fifteen. If there's anyone we've missed, if there's any like proper stat that the commentators love to dust off. Uh, the Nat Rugby Podcast on Twitter is where you can find us. Shall we have a, a little break for some refreshment, Tim? We've got some some sweet treats Ooh, oh my for the word. team. How right? So you've made these? Uh, mainly my girlfriend. I was going to say you're one armed at the minute. <laughs> I, d- I didn't. Wait, did I do anything? We got any hot beverages to go with? This is, are these Chelsea buns? They are Chelsea buns. Oh, oh Phil, don't mind if I do. Homemade wow. Chelsea buns. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to do a, so a naughty. Great British Bake Off. It's a, it's a good bake. <laughs> So nice and laminated on top. Mmm. Mmm. There's only one word to describe that Chelsea <laughs> bun, Phil. You know what that word is. I mm. do. That mm. is wonderful bun. Mmm. Mm. Wonderful bun. Good bun. Could do the brew with it. Mmm. Mm. Good bun. I like. This is like a. Sports is that used. apricot jam? Mmm. It's like marzipan no. flavour. Marzipan, yeah. Oh, wow, that's special. Mar- marzipan whirl. Simple things, eh? Mmm. Really, really good. You know what I really hate? Watching great uh, things like Great British Menu, where every dish has to have a sense of humour. What do you mean? They'll get a dish in front of them and go, oh, you just see the sense of humour. What? He real humorous cooking by the chef there. <laughs> I've got no idea what you you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about? about. No. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> She's a keeper. <laughs> she can make curtains and bake. Mm. And <laughs> doctor. Total she, keeper. She even... Massive pension. <laughs> <laughs> Says so the financial <laughs> advisor in the room. Right, so there's plenty more rugby to talk about. We'll get into the Six Nations in a second. There's more from the weekend just gone to discuss. Um, Phil, you must be itching to talk about Ulster. Ah, oh, what a performance. What a game. Heroic, heroic in victory over in Edinburgh. Very tough game, tough conditions. And with 20 minutes to go, had Stuart McCloskey sent off, red carded. Really? It, it was definitely a penalty. He cleared someone out of the rook and... Because of the way he landed, he landed on his head. But it was like a roll rather than a pick-up and spear. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why it, it was given a red card, although I think a yellow would have been sufficient. And then shortly after that, they had uh, Van der Merwe mm. yellow-carded. So they finished the game with, with 13 men, heroic defence on their own line, um, to win, I think it was 2018. They beat yeah. a, a good Edinburgh side. Did you see the other result which got my attention in the Pro 12? Glasgow against Ospreys. I watched that game. That was a good win, that. Well, it wasn't good to watch. It was all right. I mean, that was exactly what um, what I said, said about Glasgow a few, few weeks ago, which is relying on your Fijians to come up with magic isn't necessarily... <laughs> no, no, I think that was an amazing result for Glasgow. They were missing 22 players. Yeah, but yeah. so were Ospreys. 20, no, no, no not t- 22. No. That's a whole match they squad practically. Oh, no, no, you look at the, the, the Ospreys' injury list and the internationals missing, they're missing a lot too. But Glasgow lose more than any other teams in the, during the Six Nations because they've got so many sure they internationals. No, the result I was talking about was the Cardiff Blues result. Yeah, Treviso. Yeah. But it's a big loss as well. It's mm. not like... Oh, yeah, uh, 40 points to 24. <sighs> Massive loss. 
And they've got a new coaching team. They were very, very optimistic in Cardiff at the, at the start of the season. It's just, it's just not acceptable, really. So the Pro 12 teams, obviously, Sean are their Six Nations international players, and so are the English Premiership side. So let's talk about the Six Nations coming up. I'm so excited about this weekend's round of matches. I think it's the best overall card of matches hmm. yeah. that there is. I, I agree with that. You're potentially the top two, the middle two, and the bottom two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess you, guess you are. And the, the the big one, I mean, how do you see it going down at the Scotland. Aviva Stadium oh. in uh, Dublin? <laughs> uh, Ireland v England. Oh, it's, it's mouth-watering. I mean, it's it's mouth-watering. It's really, really hard to say. I, I think England need to use their slightly bigger Type 5, use their pack for what they're good for, and unfortunately play some slightly more boring rugby. Really? Because I just think, you know, Judging by the last few games, give it to Jonathan Joseph. Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Ireland's defence is so good. Their defensive line. They've yeah, conceded, so, so Wales is conceded by yeah. far the fewest points in the tournament. Ireland have a really simple game plan from what I've seen. They will not play any rugby in their own half. They will always put it up, kick the corners, yep. and then have a really good kick chase and just put the pressure that on the so, Do you know what? I think that's the most underrated thing in all of rugby. Oh, kick chase. Really simple, but really effective oh, How many people had a coach when they were growing up going, no such thing as a bad kick, only a bad chase? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a rugby cliche, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but they're absolutely right. I mean, a good kick chase, back your day. It doesn't get much more simple than that. But then England can almost counteract that by using their, their better set piece, potentially getting penalties from, from the scrum, and using their solid line-out and driving mall and making yards from that. I think that's the way to do. And yeah, then if that creates some room for Jonathan Joseph and Anthony Watson and May Ford. or Noel or Ford, yeah. Noel. If it does, that's a, and, and a very way, good thing. Luther Burrell, I feel a bit bad for sleeping on him a, a little bit because... Sleeping every, on him? Yeah, as in not, not recognising him. If you sleep, you know, like a sleeper, if you sleep on a fantasy football pick, sleeper pick. I've not must heard. Must be an American phrase. I must be an American <laughs> phrase. That means some... I, I thought you were... Uh, I feel a bit bad for creeping into uh, Luther Burrell's bedroom. <laughs> right, fine. Well, I, was, I was staying in the same hotel as Big Luther and uh, he left his door ajar. It occurred to me Luther Burrell has been involved with every good England midfield partnership or anything good a midfield partnership in England has done for the last two years. Him and Twelvetree played really well yeah. in the Six Nations last year. They played him at 12, played him at 13, they don't really care. And now Jonathan Joseph now is... Now Big Luther is doing it again. He is. Yeah. I'll tell you what, because I think it'll be quite a good way to sort of decide where we think the balance of power is going with this. Let's pick a, a 15 quickly out of a combined pr- likely teams that England and Ireland will pick. Okay. Start a fullback then. Now, this is a tough call. Mike, Mike Brown, Rob Carney. No, Carney. What was I thinking? Yeah, Carney. I, I, think, I'd go, yeah, I think I'd go Carney. Yeah, if you were, pick, if you were picking a Lions team, I think Carney would probably just get the nod from, yeah. from Brown. And I, I, <laughs> my prediction is Halfpenny wouldn't make the squad. Well, you're mad. Because he would make <laughs> him, Tony would. Uh, Potentially for kicks. Kicking sticks for the midweek team. Yeah. Unbel- <laughs> unbelievably naive. But carry on. Anyway, okay, on the wings. On the wings, Tommy Bow. Tommy Bow. Tommy De- Bow for me? Definitely. And then Watson ahead of Zebo? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. On Based on what we've seen so far in the tournament, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Cent- the centres, Jonathan Tom- Joseph, how would have to go in? And Robbie Henshaw. And Robbie Henshaw is Would. he's been really impressive, one of the players of the tournament so far. I... Although I've seen very little um, of him going forward, mainly because of the way that Ireland are playing. As in, they are not really playing rugby unless they're deep in the opposition's territory. I'm, Hen- yeah. I'm a Henshaw fan, but I think in this case I would personally go for Burrell. George Ford well, won't, won't make this 15 though, will he? No, uh, that's, not, that's not necessarily based purely on form. That that's... Yeah, not yet is what no. I'd say. It was, but hang on, is Sexton playing or is he concussed? 
Uh, well, no, he played against France. Yeah, but that's when he got concussed. Uh, no, he didn't get concussed. He took a couple of head head bangs, but didn't get concussed because he played yesterday. There you for, go. Then. For wrestling against Claremont in a thirteen-all game. God, they didn't get any rest, did they? No, back to it, boys. <laughs> so yeah. <on> that, <laughs> it's pretty uh, brutal. And then who would who would get the scrum half? Conor Murray or Conor Murray for me or Ben Youngs? I think Conor Murray is probably the outstanding scrum half in the home nations. Ben Youngs is playing really well in this he tournament, is. though. He's playing as well as Ben Youngs can play. I mean, that's pretty good, but it's not Conor Murray. I probably would long-term form go for Conor Murray Let's as go well. Go for Conor Murray as well. So nine, ten, twelve, fourteen, fifteen. Belong to Ireland, so that suggests that Ireland have got it over England in the back behind the scrum. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they try and exploit that. Mm. Yeah, or play the, the the way they played the last couple of weeks into the forwards. Then Keane Healy or Joe Marler. Well, given that Keane Healy he didn't start last weekend and he's only played one game back, I'd probably go for Joe Marler. I don't like either of these two. To be fair, um, <laughs> really? I'm not a big Joe Marler fan. Yeah, well, you prefer Paul James over both of them. You know, as a scrimmager, yes. Um, <laughs> Do one. I, I, what? That's Do a, one. You're outrageous, Tim. You're outrageous. Um, Keen Healy is just coming back. So Marla gets the nod on this one, although it's close. You can pick whoever you want, then I'll agree. Yeah. Uh, Hooker? 100% Dills. D- yeah, I would go for Dills. Uh, ahead of... Ultimate Rory yeah. Best. Yeah, all Rory Best needs to do as a professional hooker is throw the ball in, and he can't do that. The one job he needs to do, he does everything else wonderfully, but he can't throw a ball in. His stats for, like, for Ireland are normally pretty good, but agreed he's not as good as no. Dylan Hartley. Incident, for, incidentally, for on the hooker, did you see that little um, clip from the Wales training of um, Fatrick Swayze, <laughs> yes. Richard Hibbard, just chucking a ball at Dan Bigger? Yeah. yeah. Is it good? Funny. Yeah, it's good. Was it was it Cuthbert holding the ball and just like yeah. tapped it out from tapped under his out arm? Tapped out Cuthbert's hand. That's more most on target Hibbard's been for a long time. <laughs> um, <laughs> tight head. Oh, definitely not Mike Ross. Definitely not Mike Ross. Yeah. Okay, well that's that then. And we go then. Dan Cole or Davy Wilson, obviously. Dan Cole for yeah. me. I think he's superb. Yeah, Dan Cole. Marla Hartley good. Cole, the whole English front row. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Paul O'Connell, obviously. Yes. With like over Dan Atwood. No, with Dave Atwood. With Atwood, with Atwood. Yeah, over Cruz. Yeah. Atwood and O'Connell. Happy yeah. with that. Here back, we go. Back row. Prepared, p- prepared for fireworks. There's no he's <laughs> no lip, so it's like kind of Vunipola by default. Yeah. Yeah. Omani on at six over Captain Bantos. Bantos. No chance. <laughs> Bantos has been outstanding. No, no, no. no but but no. he has been outstanding. You can't say no. He has no. been outstanding. No, I'm he, he has been outstanding. I would probably go for Peter Omani. Oh, shut your mouth. Sorry, uh, <laughs> and uh, this is this is you're, not. You're so wrong, though. <laughs> no, it's not. You're uh, both wrong. Why? This is based, <laughs> based on based on f- not based on form. You would have to go. Although he was awesome against France, you'd have to go Sean O'Brien. Sean O'Brien over Rob Shaw. The Rob Shaw's been brilliant. Rob, Rob, I thought Rob Shaw was your joint favourite player of all time ever to play any sport. <laughs> I, I would. I would go for Rob Shaw purely because Sean O'Brien's only played two games in the last however okay. many months. All right, we'll go uh, Rob Shaw with Bill on that one. Sean O'Brien was brilliant when he came back. Yeah. So we've got an Eng- we've got a back line containing most of the Irish players. We've got a forward pack containing what, six Englishmen. What are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, England keep it tight, and keep then, it tight, England, and then can potentially use their. Uh, Explosive. They're Jonathan backs. Joseph. Yeah, they're Jonathan Joseph. <laughs> Use their Jonathan Joseph. Yeah. And, and George Ford. Yeah. Miles Benjamin. And it, it's interesting <laughs> that um, they've been talking about potentially Noel coming into. Uh, even Lancaster has been talking about Noel. Mm. So he had his best in. game of the season uh, last week. The last, last couple of games. He played 13 the last couple of weeks. Did he? With Slade at 10, yeah. He played, Slade, now we're talking. Playing really well. I tell you what, luscious hair, Slade. Oh, on uh, BT very, Sport today. Very thick, good hairline. Yeah. <laughs> he is what 21, 22 yeah I guess so <laughs> 
He looks so young and so small compared, compared to Delalio. Del- I know, sitting next to Delalio. I thought Delalio was about to turn on and just snack on him. <laughs> Rip off an arm. <laughs> but yeah, going back to that, um, it'd be interesting to see who England pick at fullback, whether they bring um, Alex Good in to play fullback. Mm. No. Or whether they put Watson there and yes. then have Noel and May. One of the good things about bringing Good in is you could potentially have Watson and Noel. So you've effectively got three guys who are experienced fullbacks. Mm. And because Ireland kicks so much, it should mean that their positioning and like kick return will be second to none. So that's like potentially quite a good strategy. That's a great point, that. Who's going to win? In Ireland, with Johnny Sexton back. Yep. I'd say Ireland are favourites. I think Ireland are favourites. I think England will win. I think Ireland are favourites. I think England will win. Wow. That's because you're a patriot, Tim. No. As we discovered in my no, living room. No, it's because... You because can't discuss look England. Look at the weekend just gone. I look at the weekend just gone. Forwards are so important. The scrum is so important. I might be completely wrong, but I think England are going to get pens from the scrum. Or quite a lot of them. Yeah. They definitely could do. Well, if we knew, we wouldn't play the game. Although the breakdown... <laughs> although Omani... Cliche. Omani and O'Brien at the breakdown... Yeah, devastating though. They're going to slow England's ball up a lot. But Haskell will take care yeah, of it. Yeah, Haskell and Robshaw, the amount of work that those two, and Atwood as well, the amount of work those boys get oh, through. Can I just talk about some excellent rucking? <laughs> um, Please. Did Did you see the highlight of, well, this tells you how bad the Lyndon Irish game was. How the Lyndon Irish game was, <laughs> Mun- Munapolo's rucking. Yeah. It was glorious. George Skivington. It came over. Took his head off. Bang! Yeah. And um, what's his name, to his credit, the ref? Wayne Barnes. Yeah, well, let the boys, the boys play. play. Yeah, well then, win. Uh, now you mentioned Johnny Sexton has recovered from um, a, a concussion and he's he's back playing. Freddie Burns went off in that London Irish mm-hmm. uh, Leicester game. I have actually got the concussion protocol. Really? Oh, really? I thought I would just to demonstrate what happens when a player gets a bump on the head and they go and they get tested. I thought I would both test you for concussion mm-hmm. on the podcast. <laughs> now, Tim, I'm on some pretty heavy painkillers at the moment, and I so a, I can't guarantee and I'm going to pass this. And I have a significant cognitive advantage over Phil as well. <laughs> well, <one laughs> this, of could the, be, this could be a horrific mis- mismatch. Well, a bloodbath. <laughs> one of the things they, they tell you to look for is a significant them, amount of emotion from a player, and that can come in the form of anger, uh, which makes me think that JB would just get <laughs> taken off straight away. <laughs> I yeah. thought I'd test you guys for concussion. So you've but you've had a bang on the head, and they've said that right, it's a concussion change. You've got is it ten minutes now? They have uh, eight minutes was what George North was off, but eight, yeah, you have a yeah. period of time. Ten minutes to come back on. The the doctor will take you into his room, and he will ask you right. So I'll, I'll ask you different questions. JB, what day is it today? Sunday. So they ask you about the game. They ask you like you know what do you remember about the game? Who was the last person to score? All the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Then you've got to repeat. I'm going to give you, Phil, I'm going to give you five words and you have to repeat them back to me in any order you like. You just have to try and get the five words. The words are apple, bubble, saddle, elbow, carpet. Apple, bubble, saddle, elbow, carpet. Well done. JB, JB, candle, paper, sugar, sandwich, wagon. Candle, sugar, paper, sandwich, wagon. Got all five. Well Mm. done. So they'd ask that a couple of times. That's, That's testing the immediate memory. And they ask you to do a balance test. But the concentration test is I'm going to give you a sequence of numbers and you have to try and give them to me in reverse. So, JB. Oh, God. Four, nine, three. Three, nine, four. Phil. Three, eight, one, four. <laughs> four, one, eight, three. Well done. How does Andy Powell do this? <laughs> <laughs> JB. Six, two, nine, seven, one. One, seven, nine, 
two seven? Two six. Two six. <sighs> you got four of them right. They're looking for you to get above four numbers correct. So I'm on just a little So you li- you would have passed. Same as they, a... Yeah, they would have done and you can some you can go up to six or seven and see how you get on. Okay. And then after you've done that and a balance test, then they come back and go, Can you tell me those five words that I told you earlier? Uh Apple saddle bubble. <laughs> I can't tell you it. Sandwich, maybe. Well, sandwich, mine. Well, maybe that was yours. I had candle, wagon, sandwich, something or other. Candle, wagon, sandwich, sugar, and paper, and you had elbow, apple, carpet, saddle, bubble, and they're looking for you to remember at minimum of three of those five words. Right. Okay. Although what they do do for people like Andy Powell, presumably, is they have a they had, they, they they should have a baseline test on that player. So ah, they'll, do, they'll, yeah. do, they'll do this when they're fine. Yeah. So they can compare it. Pig, cow, cats. Because <laughs> there was there's a story of a an old sale player yeah. who, who couldn't get Base- the, the required baseline score. That's <laughs> <laughs> how they do it. So do you want me to concuss Phil now and see how he scores them? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. And then they say look for... Fighting talk. Uh, other than that, there's for obvious red flags like headache, nausea... Asking for the mum. Vomiting, slurred speech, can't recognise people or places, confusion, irritability, unusual change in behaviour. But that's it, that's what they do in the doctor's room. When there's a concussion. Wow. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly what we've just done there. The Samford Sports Concussion Programme. So I think they've used it in NFL and rugby. Have, um, have used... It's a really interesting topic and it's really interesting that now you we're seeing so many more concussions being reported and players missing games because of concussions that a few yeah. years ago you just never would have seen it unless someone was seriously, seriously mm. hurt. So Wales against France. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Well, France versus Wales. Yeah, because it's in, in Paris, isn't it? Well... If there's one team that the Welsh game plan should technically struggle against, you'd have thought it'd be, you'd thought it'd be France, right? What, because of France's big pack? Yes, exactly. So putting them through the meat grinder could be difficult. If they go for this tactic of kicking it... I mean, kicking towards Teddy Tomham might not be a terrible idea. <laughs> no. But it might be quite a good idea, unless there's one time he actually catches it. Yeah. If he catches it two times, that's two tries. <laughs> so, you know, it's a bit of a gamble. So you're 14 so. points down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I see... Wales winning this? Do you reckon? Uh, I think, yeah. Oh, I don't know. They've not been playing brilliantly, but I think they're going. They, I think they might spark into life now. They've had a two-week break. Yeah, this that, is this is when Wales turn their corner. That's true as well, because all the French players have been playing this this yeah. weekend. And and we talked about was wasn't there some? I'm sure you had a stat in a previous podcast, Phil, about the percentage of wins that France have had when they when their players have been playing domestic rugby. Yeah, I can't in, remember, the, in the off week. I can't remember the exact uh, figures, but they've only won one or two. Uh, of the middle games when they have the rest week for everyone else. Just really, really poor performances by France in this, this middle period of the Six Nations mm. because their players play play on the two rest weeks. Uh, they're definitely making sure the Welsh boys play, aren't they? Yeah, Welsh boys, Irish. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Sex- Sexton. Hell, yeah. And then he does his um, substitute fitness as well with all the other subs <laughs> straight after the game. <laughs> really running into the ground. Yeah, he's got five days of uh, <laughs> yeah. of bleep tests solid. Makes sense. Make sure he's fit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to go for a Wales win for that reason. I think they've had, they'll have had two weeks to get themselves really ready for this one. I don't see France doing anything. Wales will start brighter, but I can see France with that monstrous, That's a big old monstrous bench they've got. As well, because they can just bring on monster after Scott monster Spedding? after monster. Yeah. Whereas even their fullbacks are monster. He's a huge, yeah. He's a huge do you remember? That, I don't suppose you remember. Do you remember that old football agent who used to be on telly? He had like a, a cigar, and he go monster, monster, oh, <laughs> monster, oh, yeah. monster. Eric, yeah. Eric, someone. I do. She sounded like that for a minute. <laughs> monster, monster game. Yeah, monster game. 
I can see Wales starting brightly. Yeah. He's representing then... football players. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, then, um, and then France coming back and maybe sneaking it. I said Wales to win. I'm changing my mind. I think a slender French win. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go for France as well. Just oh. France to be losing at half time and then win it in the last How five minutes. You so, so Welshman JB, you've gone for a slender French win? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wow. I, it's all about stopping Bastrill. Stop Bastrill, you stop France. They've got the, the men to do it with Robertson uh, mm. Davies. Robertson Davies up against Bastrill and yeah. Fafana. That is pretty tidy. That. You just put um, Lydia in the centres as well. Nothing's yeah. coming through there. Uh, Scotland, Italy. Scotland to smash them, I'd hope. I don't think they'll smash them, but I think they, yeah, they should win comfortably. I think it'll be three scores. And no Finn Russell, as things stand at the moment. He's not going to get um, an appeal accepted. He's but he's got an off. appeal, so... Yeah, he's not going to be accepted, though. He, Finn Russell won't be playing. Search. Right, who is this benefiting? We want to see Finn Russell play. <laughs> I want to see him play. He broke the laws. He has to... But, you know, as a... Accept the consequences. As a game as a whole, is it not better that Scotland are a competitive force with all the best... They can't afford to lose Finn Russell. Find Finn Russell as match for you or something. That'd be far more effective. <laughs> Don't weaken the brand. You can't. You can't change the rules just for Scotland. Because to, <laughs> for Scotland, because Scotland no, no, don't no, have not. many fly halves. But Scotland can play Laidlaw at fly half and get um, whatever uh, his name is. D'Artagnan. Hidalgo. Yeah, Hidalgo. Hidalgo Klein. Yeah, playing nine. So yeah. it, it, it doesn't necessarily weaken them that much. Um, look, the Italy pack is considerably better than the Scottish pack, I think. Whereas the yeah. Scottish backline is considerably better than the Italian backline, so it should yeah. be quite. One of the Grey Brothers good. is out for the rest of the season, not season Six Nations, sorry. Yeah, so Hamilton will come in. To the, He's uh, in a bad replacement. To the ro- yeah, not pretty good with his tiny calves. <laughs> tiny calves, <laughs> little <laughs> veal calves. <laughs> um, all right, you mentioned uh, Finn Russell, like, like you say, getting in trouble. I don't think he's quite got in trouble. As in trouble as someone in Super Rugby. God, Queensland Red star player Carmichael Hunt. Um, Do, doesn't. Carmichael Hunt sound rude to you. <laughs> yeah, it really time, does. Every time someone says it, I'm like, what? I beg your pardon. Excuse me. And this is an Australian odd shaped ball player getting in trouble, not for bubbling, is by he? the way, <laughs> not, for, not for drinking their own wee at a urinal. Straight from the bottle, so to speak, that was. Anyway, listen back to the previous episode where we mentioned bubbling. I don't want to go into that now. Yeah. So, Mr. Mr. K Hunt. Is he... Is it, is it a K? Is it a C? K, that it is that a K. sounds even ruder. It is a K. <laughs> it is Mr. K Hunt. Yeah, so Mr. K Hunt. Um, <laughs> is he a rugby league convert? Yes. Yeah. Right. So rugby league then put, went to Biarritz for a couple of seasons, then went he back did. to... He did. That's, yeah, that's okay. Went it's, back to play AFL for a couple of seasons and has now joined the Reds. Wow. So what's he done then, Do you want to summarise, Phil, what he's done? Go on, you're, you, you always put it in a nice diplomatic way. Uh, well, he, well he, he's been accused of. He's been charged charged, charged by the, the police for um, supplying cocaine. Wow. No, no, not possessing or using, yeah. supplying is what he's been Isn't charged for. Is that a technical for. term because you've got too much of it on? on, uh, on well, maybe. And maybe he's just a real lad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe he just really enjoys a good maybe time. Maybe we should just get him in banter squadron with uh, our rugby banter. Well, we've got some spaces. <laughs> we do. Um, but the Reds... Managed to do okay um, without him. And this was... Uh, did you see that that try? The try that was disallowed or the, the first try? The try of the year contender. I'm going to yes. play you the commentary of this. What, what a try. Kieran Grani, he likes to run. Bateman pops it back into foul. I saw Tier and now Karimi. I just like, I just tuna. like, tuna, tuna, tuna. It was a great try. It was a brilliant try. So 
Carmichael Hunt was supposed to play 15. He played 10 last week. Um, he dropped out 24 hours because of these charges. James O'Connor inexplicably failed a medical immediately before kickoff as well. Medical. That could go... Yeah. That, that could, could be a number of things, couldn't it? It could be linked to the Carmichael Hunt. It could target. be linked. Oh, they both had good times. Yeah. So it means. Oh, God, I hope not. I hope not. I, I'm sure it's not. It's ridiculous to suggest it. But it Is could, it ridiculous? But it because, could be. Yeah. I mean, it probably didn't. It, most likely, it definitely most likely, didn't. But could it happen? It, it is a possibility, It Jay. is most certainly a possibility. But that means that there are three first-choice fly halves. are uh, Carmichael Hunt, yes. supplying cocaine. Mm-hmm. James O'Connor, general, ho- general horror show. And Quade Cooper. Do you think uh, O'Connor is a general horror show? Or is he just doing what anyone would as at that age, with uh, that amount of money, with that amount of attention? That's uh, the way I tend to think about it. Maybe. Is there anything he's done where you think, oh, yeah, yeah, that's bad, but it's quite funny by the time you get to Christmas? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's actually... Well, I'm sure they're all all right. Another guy who likes to party, um, and, oh. J- and JB loves. It's at the back of the scrum very quickly. This is from the club's own commentary. This is from uh, Bristol Rugby's own commentary. All across. Henson steals the ball out of his hands. He's going to get a try. His debut for Bristol is marked with a try. His first game. Big Gav. Big Gav. I was looking for that. <laughs> Big Gav. <laughs> looking for everywhere. Oh, he he ripped the ball off the guy in the tackle. Because uh, he, he can. <laughs> Who's the <laughs> poindexter they've got commentating on that? I know. <laughs> uh, but let's be fair, that, that commentary of Tuna, Tuna, Tuna isn't, isn't going to top. <laughs> if he gets a bounce to keep it in. Oh, beautiful. Oh. Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> we should have that as a little clip for something. I don't know what. When someone makes an amazing point, Cirque when someone makes a real amazing point, that should be reserved oh. for only very special occasions. Oh, beautiful. Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> How good was the actual bit of skill? Because I've only heard the oh, audio. Oh, so good. It's great. Yeah, so good. Little. Uh, Cartwheel as he, as he dotted the ball down. I wonder if that guy will be moving to the NFL sometime soon to so compensate there. Have you watched much of this? You watched, said you watched a bit of the Super Rugby. I've got to say, I love it. I, f- yeah. I absolutely love the Super Rugby. Well, it, I, I love the fact that you can you can practically go a whole twenty four hours watching rugby on in one now, form or yeah, another. That yeah. is exceptional. Which I pr- pretty much did on uh, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, and because you've got a horrible few weeks where NFL ends and you don't know what to do with your eight hours on a Sunday. Uh, but then the Super Rugby kicks in again. Yeah. It's a beautiful oh, thing. God. Yeah, it's it, a beautiful I, I do thing. think, like you say, though, Tim, it's, it's time of the year. So the conditions in Britain aren't great for running rugby at the moment. Perhaps it, but, mind you, Queensland Reds were scoring those tries and there was a cyclone just about to hit exactly. Queensland. But that wasn't a high-scoring game. And, no. and the other games that I watched, the uh, the Bulls versus the Hurricanes was low-scoring and the Chiefs versus no, the, that's true. the it was Brumbies. Only the Waratahs I, game with the Waratahs only one really was, let rip. Yeah. I watched the Sharks game. Short, no, I didn't watch the Stormers against the Blues. I recognised all of four players, maybe, and it was not enjoyable. That, that's weird, because that, that, normally a lot of internationals, like in the in the Bulls versus the uh, the Hurricanes, there was you could probably field fifteen full internationals across the two teams, mm. uh, fifteen South African and New Zealand internationals as well. So good household names. Uh, no, not in the game that I watched. It must be in the build up to the. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think, think that must be an uh, yeah a, a, a unions. Rugby World Cup decision. I, I think yeah. the Super Rugby teams, especially New Zealand, said, "Look, um, central contracts. Yeah, and... whatever you want to do with them, it's up to you. Just go and win this World Cup." Yeah, like Sonny Bill played last week, didn't play this week. Yeah. So um, let, let's talk about the games that are coming up this weekend. Aside from the Six Nations, obviously, which we've already talked about. So there's some Aviva Premiership games again. 
Okay, Northampton Harlequins on Friday night. Northampton Saints big time win. Yeah, Harlequins lose badly. The players that they lose affect them more than virtually anyone else. Yeah. Welsh Irish. Ooh. Oh, uh, no, no. Comment. Someone with London in the, in the name will definitely win. <laughs> Who doesn't play in London but yes. has London in their name? Uh, well, I would say the, the ones that live closer to Lo- that play closer to London will win. That Irish one, comfortably. Yep. Yeah, I'll go with that. Saracens Newcastle. Where? Sarries at Sarries. Sa- oh, did a wild great noise, noise Jay. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know why? I think they're quite both quite interesting because Newcastle play a nice brand of rugby now. They do. They're starting to open up a bit. And, of course, Saracens have a plastic pitch. They do. So this might not be the one-way traffic which you're expecting or the boring game, boring Saracens-type game that you're expecting either. So this could be a little bit of, the, bit of a weekend gem. Sarries at home. Sarries at home. Sarries at home, yeah. But I think Newcastle will make it a lot closer than uh, yeah. you would otherwise expect. If teams were, like, stocks and shares, I think the, the market price for Newcastle Falcons has increased probably more than any other team uh, this agree. year. Agree with that, yeah, definitely. Who has decreased the most? Uh, well, we all thought London Welsh would stay up, so... So on that basis, then... Would them. you not say Harlequins? Yeah, Quins... Yeah, you're probably right. Quins I'd say or... Harlequins are looking like, you know... Quins and Leicester. Greek debt. Quin- yeah, Quins and Leicester. Probably. Yeah. And then the next game, Leicester versus Sale. If you like your attacking, free-flowing rugby, do not watch this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God, you want to remove your eyes after watching that? Mm. Leicester to grind it out at home. Yeah. Nothing. M- nothing meat grinder, job done. Yeah, exactly. And then... The big game on Saturday, the televised game, three fifteen on BT Sport. Ex- Exeter versus Bath. Oh, I oh, love this no. matchup. I love this matchup. I do as well. It's the best matchup of the year. I, I love the two, two sets of fans still. Yeah, this will be. This will be at Exeter. At Exeter, yeah. Oh, oh wow. And Exeter, they might lose Jack Knoll to the to the England squad. Everyone else is available. Virtually everyone else. Yeah. Chiefs. What was that? Chiefs. <laughs> oh, right, it was you. Chiefs, 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 Chiefs at home. Yeah. To win. Chiefs as well. I thought it was a chant. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs at home. <laughs> big Dave viewers. Oh, Big Dave. And Slade pulling the strings as well. What a team they've got, by the way. Yeah. Oh, can I... Right, this is something which I said to Phil. I didn't realise that... I didn't realise that this had happened. When London Irish announced that they had the Chiefs assistant coach, I got excited because I thought London Irish were going to build the same way as Exeter have... Or it's not the same Chiefs, Tom Coventry Tom from Coventry. the Waikato Chiefs. Yeah, yes. it's not Tom Coventry from Exeter Chiefs. Which uh, not there is a Tom Coventry Exeter Chiefs. But I kind of thought that was a bit of a backward step as soon as I heard that. Uh, good research, that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, like, I like the fact that you looked, but I don't. I don't quite know that the name of that coach. I don't heard about. Should I just yeah. Google him? Just find out a bit about well, him? No, I, I Mor- just guess where he's come from. I, I thought Morris both was going to sail. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually think it's a really good bit of business. But he doesn't know the league, an extra well-built club, and extra basically what London Irish should be aspiring to be like. But the Chiefs have won two out of the last three Super Rugby titles. But They've got a wealth of international talent. and really... Yes, they do have a wealth of international talent, which London Irish do not have. Luke Franks has signed for London Irish. Yeah. Well, imagine and... what a difference he would have made if he was starting against Leicester. Uh, and Maitland. Yeah. Maitland signed as well. Yeah. Mates. Good signings. Yeah, okay. So that is, that's the Premiership matches. Um, Oh, uh, Wasps Gloucester oh, as well. Of on, course. On wasps. The, on the Sunday. Wasps. Yeah, I'll go for Wasps. I would go for Wasps, but now I'm trying to start to have second thoughts. I mean, they're a club who are devastated, knowing that they've basically lost their players captain. By the way, just on that, while you're deciding, Christian Wade got gassed by Juan Pablo Sacchino. What? Yeah. I was amazed at the pace of that, of that yeah. Sacchino. Um, 
The little centre? Yeah. Well, he's not, not so little. He's got massive quads on him as Has well. He? And um, Joe Simpson as well. Yeah. But it was more, so Joe Simpson was catching him, and mm. then he stepped, and Simpson like went to tackle just as he stepped. Perfect timing. So he uh, he scored from like yeah. 50 yards out with the two quickest guys in Wasp yeah. trying to catch wow. him. Wow. And that's a quick squad as well. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to mention a couple of um, reviews we've had on iTunes. Well, yes, please. Thank you very much for these. Um, any feedback is all good. I just like this one. A oh, good feedback um, is all good. So Steve Jones left this one after the last podcast. Uh, this is a great podcast. Been listening, blah, blah, blah. Keeps getting better. Um, one for the true rugby fan. Yada, 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 yada. He says, best to take what JB says with a pinch of salt. Oh, behave, Steve. <laughs> Hear me now, believe me later. Always happens, doesn't it? Always happens. Not, not always. It does, no, it, does, always. it does happen. It does happen. Every always now and again. happens. Every now and again. And uh, Wixie... Uh, left us a little bit of feedback going. Genuinely funny podcast by heartfelt fans of the game. Uh, do your cauliflower ears a favour and listen to it. So I always think that should be like the strap line for the show. Yeah, that's not, that's <laughs> like, not a bad strap line, actually. It's all about food then. Cauliflower ears. Rugby for your cauliflower ears. Oh, egg egg yes. chasers. Well, I think well, I think you're onto something there, Wixie. Yeah. Uh, we might owe you a pint for that one, but at Rugby Podcast, you can find us on Twitter and uh, iTunes. Yeah, leave us a little rating and, and a bit of feedback. Very, very welcome and helps us climb the iTunes charts as we have done to be the biggest rugby podcast most popular rugby podcast in the known universe that's a fact mm. unless fact unless string theory exists in which case there are more popular rugby podcasts eh well because of the theory of uh, in of in of infinity oh well, there's a, an, an infinite number of monkeys correct. one of them will write Shakespeare correct yeah kind of so there, right. could, there could potentially be a bigger rugby podcast than this wow. somewhere do you want to try your game, JB, before oh, we God, finish? Oh, God, yeah, let's do that. Right, mm. well, let's finish off the podcast with uh, with JB's game that he's invented. Uh, we've got a jingle to JB's game that he has invented. Have you prepared? What about that? I like that. <laughs> as we're not going it's to JB's time. game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. All right, so, what I want from you boys is the difference in score between the winning team and the losing team. So, in effect, the margin of victory. Okay? That's all, that, that, that's all I want. Okay. So I'm going to tell you about a game. What's that? It's my phone. This <laughs> <laughs> section's cursed. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you about a game. All the games will have a, th- a theme, and today's theme is red cards. Thank okay. you. So... Let's start with a nice, easy one for you. Sam Warburton. Semi-finals decides to chokeslam Vasson Clare. Alan Rowland issues Sam a red card. Prior to that, he's only ever had one yellow card. What was the margin of victory for France? I'll go for seven. Seven? I can't remember. I really can't remember the score. So this was... The semi-final of the 2011 World Cup in New Zealand. Uh, I think it was still very close. I think France did not play well at all because this was when they had Levermont. I think the, the score was something like uh, 2017 to France. So I, I'd, I'll say three points. Wowza. Three points difference. It was actually one point difference. Was it what? One? Was it really? It was 8-9. So, because oh, well, the final, the final was like eight nine. The final was eight nine, wasn't it? Yeah, because we missed two kicks to, to win it. Phil sco- is, has got a total of two so far because yeah. he got he guessed three and I'm so, six. Yeah, so it's like golf. You want the lowest score possible. All right, so Phil's comfortably winning at the minute. Go on, next up. 
OK. This one happened in 2013 when Alessandra Anna Tuolangi decided to take the head off uh, rugby's very own Pat Butcher in Jan de Villiers. It was in no. the um, vaunted quad series games. Oh, Samoa versus South Africa. Samoa versus South Africa. OK. But what was that, that margin? 20, 22 points. I'm, I'm going to say... I don't I, remember the game. I, I seem to remember this being something like 70 points to 12. So I'm going to say 60 points. Wow. 60 points for you, Phil? Yeah. Tim? I you, said, I said 22. Said, it was <laughs> winning margin of 23 points. Oh, <laughs> Tim, back in the game. Oh, he likes yeah. it now, doesn't he? He likes the game now. Oh, my God. So I'm on seven, and Phil, I've got to add... Um, 20, 23 away from 60 is uh, 37. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 37. So you're on 39, 39 I'm on 7. 39 plays 7. <laughs> <laughs> one more then, the decider. That was a bad tactic from me. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I'll go with this one. Everyone can remember this one. <laughs> Semi-final. No, sorry, quarter-final. It was Ulster. Oh, we were robbed. Yes. Disgusting decision. Versus? Saracens. Saracens. Jared Payne. Jared Payne got robbed. But what was the score? Do you want to go first? Should I go first this time, Tim? Oh, I think the points difference was 11 points. 11 points? Point. Uh, it was way less than that. It was still only two or three. I'll say three points. I think it was something like 15, 18. It was three points difference. Was it? You get a, you get a zero. <sighs> so zero you finished with 39, <laughs> 39 and I finished with 15. 15. 15. Ugh. I, do, I, I won and because a game I, ha- I can't even remember... <laughs> I just had a fluky guess at And I, I clearly can't remember. I thought I could remember it, but I clearly can't. Oh, yes. I can clearly remember 60 points in this yeah. one. <laughs> right, there we go. Nice one, JB. Thank you, um, Tim. We'll, 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 we'll take a view on whether that one returns next week. <laughs> no, I like. there's something in that, JB. Mm. There's something in that game. I mm. like it. Uh, right, listen, enjoy the rugby this weekend. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, we do this for the love. Well, because there is no money. Um, Yet. <laughs> Yeah, well, get yeah. us paid. Uh, thank you very much. At Rugby Podcast on Twitter, uh, iTunes, you can find us as well. And um, yeah, enjoy the rugger. Nice one, JB. Thank you, Tim. Nice one, Phil. Cheers, Tim. So, what, in terms of your recovery for your shoulder, Phil, what's on? Four weeks off work. Oh, which, you lucky. Yeah, which is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Ju- that doesn't stop you from working, does I'm, it? I'm going to end up working from home. Uh, oh, okay. A little bit. Um, but signed, well, I'm signed off for six weeks. Tube stations don't build I'm themselves. Not, yeah, I'm not going to take six weeks off. And then starting rehab from next week, starting, it's it's pretty painful to move at the moment, pretty uncomfortable to sleep. And it means that I have to do a schoolboy wee every time I want to go to the toilet. I oh, great drinking game. Putting my trousers around my ankles, because <laughs> I've only got one hand. <laughs> that is a good drinking game, actually. Um, right, we'll see you next time. Nice one, Phil. Nice one, JB. Just right, um, in a bit. It's about to keep it in. Oh, beautiful. Oh. Cirque du Soleil! <laughs> <laughs>